All right, we are back. It's been a while. Um, you know, just had a bunch of stuff going on between uh, personal stuff. Got sick with the flu this past week. But we are back here on the deadline where we're going to talk some a lot of baseball news that has happened over the last couple of weeks. And we're going to start that right now. All right, we are back. It's, like I said, it's been a while. A lot of personal stuff. Uh, and this week I got sick with a bad case of the flu. But we are back here on the deadline. Well, we're going to talk baseball news. And one of the biggest news from this week was the Angels are openly willing to trade Mike Trout. Now, that is a first we have heard from the Angels in a, well, since his whole career. And I don't know if this will happen because there is a catch. And the catch is he has to tell the Angels he wants out. I mean, he signed that long-term deal. I believe he's not a free agent until like 2035. But there's not a lot of teams who could trade for him. In my opinion, he's not going to New York. There, there's no way he goes to either the Yankees or the Mets. He's not going in within the AL West. He's not going towards any other division. He's not going, definitely not going to the AL, both central leagues. And he's not going to go to the Dodgers. One team that does come to mind that actually makes sense is the Philadelphia Phillies. Yes, they have Trey Turner. Yes, they're paying off Bryce Harper. But it makes the most sense. And, you know, if they could pull that off, that is a scary lineup. Uh, Especially with the news that Bryce Harper is willing to move to first base. I mean, if that's the case, Reese Hoskins, who was originally their first baseman, is now a free agent. So, what you could do is have him go away, sign with a different team, move Harper to first, Castellanos goes to right, or stays in right, then you have Brendan Marsh, Who's doing the center field duties? Go to left, and then you have Trout in right or in center. And that's a scary lineup. You know, if you look at it, and by what the angel, what the Phillies are doing now, Schwarber leading off, followed by Trey Turner, Harper bats third. 
Trail Bats Fourth, followed by Castellanos, JT Rio and Alec Boom. Those are seven quality hitters that the that the Angels have. Trout is from New Jersey. That's close to Philadelphia. He'll be closer to home. And if healthy, you have two dangerous hitters. Both guys who came up around the same time. And Bryce Harper and Mike Trout. Two good players that have to play the game. Have been around for 10 years. Still in their prime. Trout's 32. Harper's 31. I don't know. I I feel like that's like the only only well-placed team to put in Trout. But we'll have to see. There's a report that Trout is going to talk to management. I don't think Otani's coming back. Anthony Rendon was probably one of the worst free agent signings the Angels have ever done. So I I don't think the Angels are going to compete for a while. So my opinion, if he does say I want out Philadelphia, I believe Philadelphia will go and make the move. And they don't have to spend that much money. They'll probably get Nola back if Aaron Nola wants to stay. you got to re-sign JT Real Muto. He's a free agent in two years. And then you get Mike Trout, who probably the Angels are going to probably pay half his contract anyway. So... I don't know, we'll have to see. This brings more excitement as we head to the postseason and then the off season. It's going to be fun. Now that you have one of the best players in baseball, probably now on there on the open market, it's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be a really fun off season to, uh, to see what happens. Now in uh, Yankees news, there is a report that Brian Cashman was in Japan and that he watched a 24-year-old pitcher and he pitched a perfect game. And there is a report that they are willing to offer him what they offered Masahiro Tanaka. Now, if that's the case, that's probably the only move you're getting. As much bad as it is to say that, I think that's the only move the Yankees are going to make. Yes, they have Clark Schmidt. Yes, they have, you know... Uh, uh, geez, I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name. Um, you know, they, they got pieces to fill in the rotation. But they're going to add this guy. I mean, 
you know, Severino is not coming back. I don't see it. Um, he is hurt again. And usually when a player gets hurt before free, before free agency, the Yankees never bring them back. Look at Zach Brand. Look at Michael Pineda. So he's not coming back. Frankie Montaz is a free agent. You know, I believe that that's the only move you're getting. They're not going after Cody Bellinger. They will not. As much as it makes sense, they're not going to get him. Point blank period. Um, they need bullpen help. So, and if that is the move, I don't think they're going to get rid of Torres either. So, basically, the Yankees' offseason plans is going to be re-signing the bullpen, signing this Japanese guy, and that's it. Oh, Zach King was the was the other guy. So if this move happens, you have Cole, Rendon, maybe Cortez, this Japanese guy, maybe Domingo Homan, if he's allowed back, and he fixes up his personal problems. You know, there was reports that the Yankees are going to change stuff. I don't think they will. I think the Yankees are not even going to look at a business aspect. They're going to cave in because I've said it once and I'll say it again. They're a basketball team. So what are they going to do? Well, you know, you're going to have LeBron James, a.k.a. Aaron Judge, is going out there and saying, I like Boone. I've been, Boone's been my manager for six years. I want him. But if they do go on and they surprise me and Boone's let go, then Aaron just got to realize this is a business because Aaron Boone is babying these kids. David Wells said it, and I'll say it. These kids are being babied. And that's why you're not seeing what we seen last year. These kids are being babied. And I think that's why you're not hearing anything. You're hearing that if there's a meeting, management's calling it. 
Stan, our judge is not calling it. You know, what's judge doing? Backing up Boone. I understand you're supposed to back up your, yeah, you're supposed to back up your manager. But not to the point where you're literally kissing butt. Every time you hear a question come out of judge's mouth, or a question to judge, he always answers, well, you know, Aaron Boone said, I don't care what Boone said. If I'm a reporter, if I want to ask Boone's opinion, I'll go ask him. You're the captain of the team. Do something. Derek Jeter did it. He never said, oh, well, Mr. T. Girardi said this. He said, we stink. We got to get better. We're going to do something about this. I don't hear that out of Aaron Judge's mouth. That's just my opinion. All right, after we're going to take a short break, and after this, we'll, we'll continue on. Some more baseball news, more uh, devastating um, news about the Texas Rangers that could affect their playoff race, and the historical community ba- Hall of Fame ballot came out, and we will talk about the guys on that ballot and who I believe should be in. That and more coming up on the deadline right now. All right, we are back. More baseball news coming up and some devastating news for the Texas Rangers that came out today. Max Scherzer will miss the rest of the regular season. He got out of last night's game with... An injury. It was a quad or low grade strain of his right tear in his arm. So he is done for the rest of the season. It's unlikely he will pitch in the postseason. So that might actually change. My pick, um, I, I honestly don't think the Rangers will probably make it um, to the World Series. If anything, probably... Out of the AL, probably Astros. I know they lost, what, two out of three to Oakland, which is crazy to even think about. But if they could get Verlander back on, they got a good team. Altuve, Bregman, Alvarez, Pena. I mean, the the Rangers got so many problems. Scherzer's out. The bullpen sucks. So, unless they could change it around, I could probably see them going to the World Series. But at this rate, I'm going to have to say, right now my pick is going to be Braves-Astros. We'll get a rematch for that. Um... 
but yeah, no, that that is more. It, it stinks for the Rangers. Scherzer was their big acquisition, and now it's all on the shoulders of Montgomery and Nathan Navaldi to help this team push it around. Same thing with Seager, Simeon. But now they're more looking like a, a, a wild card team. And I think they will be eliminated. I want to say in the wild card round, maybe the division series, I think they'll get to. I'll get them some credit. But I don't see them going to the World Series. All right, so I want to talk about my favorite topic. Well, one of my favorite topics in baseball, and that's the Baseball Hall of Fame. A ballot came out for the Historical Community Commission, which is non-players. So these are managers, executives, umpires, and this list includes Jim Leland, Charlie Manuel, Lou Pinella, Davey Johnson, umpire Joe West, and the late, great George Steinmeier. Now, these are people who are going to get a chance. Obviously, all these guys have been on the community ballot. Previously, and none of them made it, but I think if I had to pick, I'm going to tell you who I think should be in. Number one, George Steinberg. How is he not in the Hall of Fame already? I don't know, but he is. He should be. Why? Because he made the Yankees what they are today. He gave them the name, the Evil Empire. He, When he brought the team, he was bringing in players who knew how to win. Reggie Jackson. He got the Thurman, uh, you know, Thurman Munson. Dave Winfield. Really Randolph. Um, you know, David Wells. David Cohn, Roger Clemens, he got these guys in and made them, like I said, the the evil empire. And for that, I believe he should make the he should make the Hall of Fame. I know he had that stint with the writers where he got suspended and and all that, but he. Made the Yankees what they are today. And I believe if it wasn't for him, the Yankees are not having 27 World Championships. They're not being the evil empire. They are truly, in fact, got turned around because of George. The other guy who I think should make it is Jim Leland. Uh, tremendous, tremendous manager in his days. You know, obviously, 
the one that comes to mind is the Detroit Tigers. But obviously, he also coached um, the Florida Marlins, the Colorado Rockies, the Pirates. And he was a three-time manager every year. His manager record was 1,769 wins to 1,728 losses. But this guy basically brought every team he managed to the postseason except for the Rockies. He basically brought the Pirates to three straight NL Championship Series. From 1990 to 92. And this was, what, with an early Barry Bonds, you know, he had a young team around that time, but he he brought them to the playoffs. Yes, he never won, but he always brought them to the playoffs. In 97, who could forget? The crazy walk-off win with Edgar Renteria getting the single, bringing Greg Council to win the 97 World Series, which they weren't supposed to win. The Cle- Back then, the Cleveland Indians were. And look at that team. Jim Tomey and young Manny Ramirez. That team was stacked. They won. They won to the World Series. That they should have won, but the Miami Marlins came back. And Jim Leland was at the helm. Jim Leland knew his stuff. And then you're going on. He didn't pitch or didn't coach for what? Since 1999. And then he comes back in 2006 with a Tigers team that is young. And he led them to. The playoffs as a wild card, which they defeat the New York Yankees. They swept the Oakland Athletics, and they just fall short to the Cardinals in the World Series. He ended up receiving the Manager of the Year award. He and. He just, every time, the, the, he, he was with the Tigers, they kept going to the World Series, except for, or the playoffs, except for one year, which was in 2008. Other than that, every time. 
stand up they end up going to the World Series, the the postseason. It was either the championship series they will lose in, or it was the World Series. And in 2012, I'll put it up there, he had a stacked team. And he brought them to the World Series, which is hard to do in this day and age of baseball. Look at the Dodgers. Last year, they had Betts. They had Freeman, Kershaw, David Price, Jansen, Kimbrell. And with that team, they won once in 2020. Yes, Freeman came in last year, and they lost to the Padres in the division series. Jim Leland had a stacked team. A pitching rotation of Verlander, Max Scherzer, Rick Porcello. Miguel Cabrera moved to third, so he came back room. For Prince Fielder at first. And they won one to the World Series. <laughs> so if anything. He really should be. Um, in the Hall of Fame. They really should. Go on. And give him a look. Like I said, and when I mentioned, he deserves it. Even though he won one more series, he really deserves it. And in my mind, Jim Leland is probably one of the greatest managers the um, in our era. Another guy I believe deserves it. You can make a case. Lou Pinella. Um... Yeah, I know that's a bit iffy, but he deserves it. You know, he managed so many teams. He managed the Yankees, the Reds, the Mariners, the Rays, and then the Cubs. Guess he won a couple World Series with the Cincinnati Reds. Um... In his first year, they actually ended up winning the World Series. They beat Oakland in a four-game sweep. But, again, he made... He was an entertaining manager, and people respected him. Especially in Seattle. He managed three future Hall of Famers. Randy Johnson, Ken Griffey Jr., Edgar Martinez. And even then, you had such a young core. Those three, you can add Alex Rodriguez. You know, they, he, they were a snack team. 
Same thing with the Cubs. Carlos Zambrano, Alfonso Soriano, Derek Lee. And he was just another manager that was very, very good. They won the Central Division. The Cubs won the Central Division his first two years of being there. He posted the best record in 2008. Yeah, but both years, yeah, they were swept. But, you know, he was a very, very good manager. So, my thoughts, I believe those three could go in. You can make a case for Charlie Manuel as he had so many great years with the Phillies, brought them to five division titles. Obviously, the World Series win in 2008, which consumed a team of Ryan Howard, Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins, uh, Pat Burrell, um, Cole Hamels, Jason Worth. Carlos Ruiz, you know, that team helped them win the World Series. And then he brought them back to the World Series in 2009, which they lost to the Yankees. But they won five straight division titles. So Charlie Manuel, I believe, might be a sleeper pick. I don't think he'll get in just yet. Same thing with Davey Johnson. Even though he has a good track record. But if I had to pick. Who I definitely think will get in. Steinbrenner. Jim Leland. Lupino. Alright. The last topic of news. New York Mets. Hired David Stern. As their baseball. Um, as their president. Of baseball operations. Billy Upler will still be the GM. And I like Stearns. He came in for the general manager of the Brewers in 2015. He obviously made the Milwaukee Brewers better. He met them compete. The Yelich trade, the Lorenzo Cain deal. And since then, he made those moves. Milwaukee has been the team to beat in the, in the NL division. I think what's going to happen is, yes, Billy Upler is still the general manager. Yes, Steve Conan is still the owner. But he's going to make the right moves. And one of those moves, I think the big topic, obviously, is going on. What's going to happen with P. Alonzo? They should keep him. I believe he's this year's David Wright. He's the captain. He, he I mean, he's the first Met ever to hit 40 home runs. In four straight seasons. The first Met ever. Piazza didn't do it. <laughs> Strawberry didn't do it. You know, David Wright didn't do it. Um, so, I think what they should do is... They should keep him. They should probably maybe look more towards 2025... <laughs> When the uh, mark the free agent market is more open, you know, obviously there's also going to be more trades into 
I mentioned earlier in the last segment, they're not going to go after Trout. But this is a good move for them. I like David Stearns. He, I think he'll probably help this Mets team win. Probably compete with both Philly and the Braves. But, you know, we'll have to see. He doesn't become, it's not come official until after baseball season is over. But, you know, we'll see what he does. We'll see how he handles his club. And I believe he's going to turn the Mets around. And Mets fans are going to be happy with this move when it's all said and done. All right. Uh, after this, we're going to take a break and we're going to come into our closing segments. All right. That does it for me after this very long podcast. I did, like I said, I did miss a couple weeks because of personal stuff. And this week I had the flu. But we're going to get back on track. We're going to try to go back on a regular basis. I will try to maybe get two episodes a week for you guys. And with the postseason coming around, you know, there's going to be a lot more from me um, once October hits. And then once the off season hits, I will be all over the signings, rumors, and any trades that happen as well. All right, well, that's going to do it for me. And we will do a lot more as we, like I said, we reach the postseason. But other than that, I'm going to close it out, and I'll see you all in the next one.